Welcome back to Morning Trade Live. We saw Snap blow up last week, making a little bit of an interesting setup for Facebook this afternoon. Of course, it's the main earnings story we're tracking, but there also might be some broad market connections here about what happens when you trade at 30 times sales. Steve Sears is joining us, President and COO at Options Solutions. Okay, Steve, so what's the solution for a stock that can drop by 25% on a miss? You know what? I think it says a lot about the broad market and investor sentiment. I think Snap is actually a, par a parable for the stock market. Here we have a name that everyone loves, that was expected to report a good cue. The company is considered to have had a stranglehold on what is essentially the holy grail of advertising, teenage eyeballs. And then what happens? They get sideswiped by Apple, which is perhaps the most closely watched, most revered company in the world. And to me, it's that disconnect between what we think we know and what's happening right, right beneath our, our noses that is fascinating at a time when stocks are at record highs and the CBB volatility index, or VIX, is at a low for the year. VIX uh, dropping down to 15 and just below at the end of last week, get a little bit of a, a bounce. Uh, Steve, so, I mean, the counter argument, I guess, is Snap is a business that does resemble a few very important companies, but still just a few. So uh, it, what's the recipe that needs to be there for a stock to drop the way it did? I mean... I mean, if Facebook does that, then holy smokes, the whole market's going to get blasted. But should we use it as a precedent in terms of, like, magnitude of volatility? I think it goes to show you just how levered up and how tightly coiled investors are in the market is. When you see a stock make a move, I think it dropped, like, 20 points that day, and it smacked down Facebook and smacked down Twitter, that should be a huge wake-up call. These stocks tend not to move that uh that much anyway on a daily basis and you have to sort of go back look at your positions see how you're situated see what your risk levels are what your what your profits are and even what your loss exposures are and then dance it in from there what do you think makes sense if someone's in a facebook uh, or just a part of the market that might be exposed i mean how do you go about uh now hedging or uh you know protecting yourself uh, after what we saw last week i think it all starts with a very simple question are you an investor or are you a trader if you're an investor what happens happens and you you can probably deal with that because time is, is your ally if you're a trader I think you have to start by focusing on what I call the rule of 16. So you take the, you look at the options volatility, um, say for Facebook, you know, let's just say it's 16 to keep the math simple. You divide it by 16, and what that basically tells you is that the options market is pricing that stock to make a 1% move in, in, in response to earnings on earnings day. And then you have to decide if you think that's legitimate or not. And then you use the Facebook case study as a way to sort of stress that uh, stress that analysis. That's what I think you do. And if you're a trader, look, the options market might be understating the volatility of the move. And, and that's, that's a very distinct path. But if you're a long-term investor and you own Snap, for example, and it gets smacked down as it did, there are other ways, there are trading strategies you can use to, to help it get back up. Walk me through what do you think uh, uh, makes sense either before, you know, there's, we're talking before the event like a Facebook or after the carnage 
in snap. Uh, so does, it sounds like you have a thought on maybe even how to look at like the, the post-mortem as well. So you, you, let's take snap as, as, a, as a case study. Okay. Let's say you own it, you are, um, it's, it's been smacked down, it's at 50, and you think it's going to be range-bound now because it's a show-me, not tell-me. Uh, rather, a tell-me don't uh, type story. They have to show that they can get around the Apple uh, privacy stuff on, on the web. Mm-hmm. What you might do is just overwrite it. It's as simple as can be. You're along the stock. You don't think it's going anywhere. And then depending on your threshold for, uh, for risk, you might sell one, two, or three-month options or even weeklies, call options. Or if you want to buy more of it at lower prices, then people can consider selling puts. Now, if you're going into an event, that's, that's, that's always pretty interesting. You know, some people are going to buy calls on the stock as a proxy, and in fact, that's often what you see in the options market. If we were to size up everything that's taking place in the 38 million contracts that trade each day in the equity options market, the vast majority of them expire in one to two weeks, and the vast majority are people buying these things to, to, to wager on events. Very risky, but you know, we're living in sort of Bitcom era where there's, you know, they hodl and they, uh, and they FUD and, uh, and, and do whatever they can to make money. Uh, Steve, I'm kind of uh, surprised when I look at Facebook uh, options. Uh, even the weeklies uh, for this week, uh, implied vol about 70 is definitely elevated. Uh, but uh, further down the options chain, it, it seems uh, fairly muted. I mean, uh, definitely expecting a pretty decent move, about uh, 19 bucks, the market maker move on I think or swim right now for Facebook. Uh, would certainly be sizable, but less than 10%. What do you think about those numbers? I mean, is there opportunity to be had here uh, in in those volatility dynamics going into the event? It depends. If you think that it's going to make a much stronger move than the volatility is understating it, then the the answer is yes. The, strat- the, the, the ultimate question becomes one of strategy. Do you want to buy a 70 vol call? Most people will probably say no. So what do you do? You might be, uh, you know, a buyer of one, and you might spread it. You might do risk reversals. There are all kinds of strategies that one can use to, to basically harvest the the volatility premium or try to profit from the momentum. But clearly, the thing is very pumped up, and it's very hard to say if that 10% move that's implied will prove to be too little or too much. Yeah. Uh, for Snap, it maybe is a little bit of a smaller player on the market uh, market cap stage, right? For Facebook, that's not uh, the case. I mean, can you like uh, hedge, do you think it makes sense to hedge the overall market or even if you think Facebook's gonna, gonna blow up, uh, it, does it even make more sense to look at the broader market with VIX down at, at 15? Well, the, the low VIX actually belies the fact that people have been hedging and the institutions have been buying SPX index options. That's their strategic hedge. I think the question that one should be asking themselves is if, if you believe you can use SNAP as the read through or leading indicator of the big tech stocks, can the broad market go higher if tech is no longer in the leadership? And you're going to see that question answered this week. Um, do you, if, if you want to hedge, normally hedging right now is a bit like you know, trying to insure your house when it's on fire. It's going to be more expensive because the dealers don't want to be uh, taking on that type of risk. Again, it goes back to what we talked about at the beginning. Are you an investor or are you a trader? 
Yeah. If you're an investor, you know, you're going to see some very interesting things that will help you refine your thesis and your approach. If you're a trader, you know, volatility is, is low in some places and high in others. And if you were to do like a, a juxtaposition between stocks and options, stock prices are at all-time highs, options premiums in general are low, although you're, you're going to see things primed in, into events like Facebook's earnings. All right, Steve, always good to get you take care ahead of big events. Thanks for being here this morning. Thanks, good to be with you. All right, yes, sir. Steve Sears, president and COO at Option Solutions. Of course, also columnist Mr. Barron's. He's got another trade idea. Go check it out as well from this weekend.